Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back into yet another edition of the Kane County Preps Basketball Podcast. Inside the Kane County Chronicle, Jake Barlow and Josh Welge. Here for another week, we survived the snowmageddon, I guess we'll call it, or you know whatever the freak out was for all the snow that was coming Friday, Saturday. Um, I know I stayed in Saturday night, Josh, uh, once once my game was postponed. Yeah, yeah, I know there was a big to-do about all the snow we were going to get, and we really didn't get, but I was like you, I, I stayed in last or Saturday night, and I did a little Netflix binging with uh, this show, uh, Spinning Out. Have you heard of this? Never heard of it. Spinning Out, it, uh, it's a show about uh, um, the competitive figure skating, and okay. um, and then uh, a mother, the mother's played by January Jones. Okay, from Mad Men. From Mad yeah, Men, yeah, yeah. and her daughter, and they're both bipolar, which is obviously cool. a very serious uh, issue. And, just, line, yeah. and then there's the competitive figure skating sure. element involved, but... Uh, um, it just came out January first, and um, you know my wife and I were both home Saturday night, and and she's like, let's watch, see what's on Netflix. Yeah. And I said, well, is there anything you want to watch? And she mentioned that show, and I said, hey, I'll, I'll watch because you know Jerry Jones, I knew her from oh, yeah, Man, and, Betty, Man, and I like to work in that. So uh, so yeah, so uh, you know, ten hours later, uh, fantastic. We, we, so we spent ten ten of our ten hours Saturday and Sunday. Um, knocking that out, which is kind of the unusual. I love that. The thing about Netflix is that, yeah. but the only bad thing about it is that once it's over, you're like, all right, what's what next? Do I do? Yeah, because yeah. I said, well, I guess we could watch it again in a couple of weeks. And she's like, why would we do? Why would we do something? Why would we waste ten more hours of our life? That's incredible. Watching a show that we just watched, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, kind of you know, good stuff. And that that Saturday night that you think it's going to be snow. That's always a good time. I stayed in. To and stay in. I'm yeah. trying to finish Game of Thrones. I'm close. I have three more episodes left until I'm done with everything season eight. So I, I was spending most of my time Saturday night trying to get through season seven. There you go. Game of Thrones. It was good. All right, let's talk some basketball. A lot of great stuff, obviously, as you and I see each week. We'll start with the guys' side. I mean, as you guys know, we, we, we cover the King uh, market. Uh, Kendall County and Suburban Life Markets all on this. So uh, make sure you just stay tuned for all of it. You can follow us on Twitter at Jake Bartleson, at JWelge96. I mean, honestly, Josh, we kind of have our pick of the crop here. We could start, I guess, on the boys' side. Boys side um, St. Charles East earning a nice win against Batavia despite Jaden Johnson scoring 25 points. Yeah, Jaden Johnson had a big game, and Batavia came out really hot shooting the ball early in the game. But, but St. Charles East, um, you know better than I, you know, they're a team that they just seem to really kind of wear teams down with their pressure, with their balance, and and they did uh, in that game. I mean, uh, uh, Munkemeyer had a nice game, but they had a number of guys that were in double figures, and and they just continue to have success and, and play well, and they're um, nine to five right now. But uh, but you know, good win for them. Yeah, I mean. The- as I've talked with Coach Woods before, I mean, they don't have a Justin Hardy this year. They don't have a Cole Gentry. Uh, they don't have a, a Cody Mitchell. Um, but they have a number of solid guys where they can go to their bench and feel very comfortable with who they have out there. Scott Bredigan can shoot the three well. Zach Clody is a nice role player. Um, 
uh, Luke Matheny. You have a number of different guys that can step up. And, you know, and, and Batavia is, is similar in that regard where they have some solid bench depth from, I think, better even than a year ago. I mentioned Tyler Cooper before. I think he just adds a lot of nice balance in terms of defense and kind of being a little bit of a floor general, not so much as a point guard, but it's to kind of keep everybody in check on the, on the court there. So um, obviously I'll see them again tonight against St. Charles North, uh, that game that was postponed on Saturday night. So mm-hmm. um, looking forward to, to seeing that one. Yeah, yeah. St. Charles East, they're balanced. Just, I mean, they have, they have 12 guys that scored on, on Friday night, and, and obviously Monkemeyer leads the way like he has most of the year. But, uh, but um you know, great balance and, and just the way they play just kind of gets after teams. And they, they're they 4-1 in that league, Duquesne Conference. They're a game behind St. Charles North um, along with Lake Park. They're both 4-1, St. Charles North 5-0. and um, St. Charles North continue to roll on Thursday night. They played Glenbar North. Um, another great defensive effort. It seems like that's kind of maybe, um, you know, we talk about all the things that they can do with, with their balance themselves. But um, I think that was... Something like their ninth time they've held teams under 50 points this year, and they're undefeated in those games. So uh, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, defense. I think even from a year ago, I mean they were relatively solid defensively, but I, I just it's a different team this year in terms of consistency, defense, off- offensive production, uh, and then you know when you can get you know we talk about it a lot, but when you get Connor Linky, you know, and getting him a double double. Yeah, yeah, uh, 20 and 12 yeah, and, and three I mean, blocks or so. That's yeah. about as solid as of a game as you're going to get from from him. And sometimes it's been a little bit quieter on the offensive side just because of foul trouble and he's 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 a really interesting player to guard because he can also shoot threes. He doesn't yeah. do it very often, but right. he can't spot up and shoot threes. Um, so you have to respect the range, but he's also 6'9", and he can bully and get yeah. down into the paint. And then when you have a guy like Luke Sheffers uh, or Christian Zerniak, where they're able to playmake and distribute, mm-hmm. it's really hard to, to, to defend there as a as an opposing team. So um, they're, in, they're in good shape. I think you know they, they had the tough Pontiac showing, kind of expected. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's just a really tough tournament. But now is the time where they can start turning it up a little bit and kind of run away with this conference as, as best as possible. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, now that I'm looking at their schedule, you know, now they can, you know, potentially make hate. You know, they're going to have a team, some games coming up against teams. Uh, you know, Batavia, we'll see what happens tonight. Johnson's obviously a threat. But, they, you know, St. Charles North plays Batavia. Then they got Libertyville. Um, next week at the Geneva shootout, then they play Jacobs, um, then a few more conference games, and then kind of, you know, I'm getting way ahead here, but then they finish the season, they they play Lake Park at home, and then they're at Peoria Notre Dame at the beginning of February. That, that should be a really interesting Actually, game. Actually, would be, yeah. Peoria is, is a really good team. You've yeah. seen them. Uh, so, um, you know, we'll see what happens, but but the North Stars uh, doing really good, playing great defense, getting some balanced scoring led by Lincoln and Sheffers. Geneva, I saw them against Wheaton North. I guess that was, what, Thursday night? Maybe Wednesday Thursday night? night. Yeah, Thursday night. Thursday night against Wheaton yeah. North. I've seen Wheaton North a couple uh, a couple times now this season. Uh, Well-balanced themselves, um, and, and I got to know Ben Bonga a little bit, who, who started off slowly, um, but um, as I wrote in the piece, you know, his role has been really kind of mm-hmm. gaining steam um, ever since the start of the season. But Geneva, um, just unable to, to kind of close things out there. I know that the score indicated it was much closer you know, in terms of just looking at the scoreboard. Yeah. But when you kind of, like, watch the game, it really wasn't as close until a couple of late threes mm-hmm. um, by Geneva. That being said, you got to give them a ton of credit. I mean, this is a really young team in terms of varsity experience. And I'm missing Josh Preston. You're, you're missing too, Josh so. Preston one, which is problem A. But then yeah. you got uh, a number of different sophomores and juniors that didn't even play in the varsity level last year, and they're getting heavy minutes. So they're just trying to still figure all this out and the speed and, and everything else. That being said, I mean, they're not – 
a team to kind of turn your cheek at. I think Nate Valentine is a really strong guard. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Johnson, I'm, I'm going to be writing more about this later, but you know that's a guy too that he, he hasn't come off the floor as I was talking with Coach Henning the last four games. Wow. I mean, that's that's really hard to do, and not yeah. only just in terms of conditioning, but staying out of foul trouble. And he put up 17 points against Wheaton North. It, it's a good showing. So I just think once they get Preston back, whenever they do, he's got that shoulder injury. So whenever they get him back, I think it's just going to help him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, no doubt about that. I mean, kudos to Drew Johnson and the, and the work that he's putting in, and and obviously the stamina to be able to, to not leave the floor and, and doing a lot of great things for Geneva. Um, you know, uh, Burlington Central, a team that you saw that we both saw over the Christmas break, um, they had a really nice win last week. They they beat Hampshire. Hampshire had not lost a game since November, I think. I think it was like they had eleven or twelve game winning streak. Eleven, yeah. But uh, but really good win for Burlington Central in that that Fox Valley Conference, which is a really tough league. Yeah, I mean, I, I just uh, I think they have really solid showings with their probably two best players, Jake Lenshaw and, and mm-hmm. Josh Hudgens. I think anytime that those two are playing, you definitely have a fighting chance. I mean, I know it's a really basic statement, but. They're just that impactful on the game. And then um, Zach Schmidt, I think, is just quiet. I think he's a little quietly. He's just a really good player. I mean, he's a sophomore. He had a ton of time last year, obviously, um, starting as a freshman. Is is But now um, you know, he's back, and he's another really solid player for him that if, if you're not paying attention, he's, he can score. Yeah, yeah. Um, another game that you got to see on Friday night, you got to see a game involving a, a team in our Kane County area and our Kendall County area as well. You were at Caneland to see Plano at Caneland. Maybe a little bit of a surprise, Plano coming away with a win, but then again, Plano has now won, I think, five or six in a row. They're playing really well. I enjoyed them. I, I, they definitely have size. Griffin Cross, I wrote about this. Rodney I mean, Taylor. Six eight, Rodney yeah. Taylor. I mean, 6'8", what, 6'7"? Um, they can bully on ter- in terms of the glass, and they can obviously score and be kind of a matchup problem. That being said, um, Caneland interesting because they were down 10 a couple of different times in the game. They are able to come back. Uh, Will Cushman, uh, Porter Conroy played some tough defense. They just weren't unable to finish the kind of the, the comeback. They had a really nice tr- uh, comeback late in that third quarter, down 10. They actually took a 43-42 lead to start the fourth quarter, um, but uh, Plano just continued to shoot well. Um, their their point guard number two for for playing on Gabe Rodriguez. Gabe Rodriguez, he's a really good football player. Boy, too. can yeah. he just get around the floor? I mean, yeah. he he can. He's a tough matchup just offensively. So, um, a tough loss for for Camelin because obviously you lose the first conference game, not the result that they wanted. But Plano also just played a really solid game. Yeah, and Plano is a really you know they're a team that I was talking to another one of our writers, Chris Walker, a couple weeks ago, and I was saying you know. You know, when Plano's kind of muddling around and you're under 500, and we're both seeing each other, we really think this team is better than this. Yeah. I mean, we, we look at Griffin Cross, he's 6'6, six, 6'7, six, six, really athletic. Yeah. Sometimes he gets a little bit ahead of himself and maybe plays Fly a little bit out of control. Yeah. You, you, were, you hit it right on the head um, with your commentary on him and your story, but he's really talented, really athletic, can shoot, can really block shots. He, you know, he makes one or two plays a game that you're like, wow. Um, yeah. Robbie Taylor, a kid that's really improved a lot this year on his game and, and become kind of their go-to guy in a post. And then a kid that I like a lot, Mason Accidentale. He's a sophomore. He's a fantastic baseball player as well. I saw him score 26 in a game uh, in December. He can really shoot, really streaky shooter. And, um, you know, another kid to watch. So they're playing well. You know, tough loss for Kalen, but the way Plano's playing, 
maybe it's not as surprising of a loss as I thought it was when I first saw it. Yeah, and you mentioned Mason Accidentality. Accidentality, Boy, yeah. He, he, he was kind of like the unsung hero a little bit just because, oh, you had all these guys that scored 17, I think he had like 15. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you no, know, it, it wasn't like, um, I'm just, that wasn't like that important, but it was just, that was that solid of a, yeah, of a no. game. So. He's, he's, had a, he's had a really good season. He's averaging double figures, I think, yeah. and a streaky shooter, like I mentioned, he's a great baseball player as well, um, you know, for Plano's, so... Um, good win for them, and they're playing well. Um, you know, maybe kind of transitioning outside. You know, this isn't. I'm going to kind of bring this up. It's not a team that we really cover a lot, but I'm going to give kudos to Aurora Christian's Taj Davis. Did you see what he did last weekend? At uh, 54, and then he scored 56 oh, the next geez. night. Next he had night. 54 and 56 wow. in back-to-back nights. Yeah. So um, again, Aurora Christian. I know we've talked about. Um, you know, we don't really cover Aurora Christian a ton with with King. King County Chronicle, um, but um, we they are in our backyard. So um, kudos to Taj Davis for a tremendous game, uh, tremendous weekend, really. So um, uh, kind of getting around the area a little bit. Um, uh, there is a shootout at Downers Grove North, the Winter Classic on Saturday, and uh, a really good game with Hinsdale Central and Oswego East. Oswego East was missing Will Wolf, their really talented yeah. transfer from our Christian. Um, I was there on Friday night against Joliet West, and he broke his nose in the latter stages of the game. Ooh. He was unable to play on Saturday, but they were able to come back. Um, Sam Schultz, who just came back from injury, he had a really big game. He had, I think, 19 points and 12 rebounds. Um, game went to overtime. Uh, Schultz had a three at the end of regulation, but then Hinsdale Central, uh, I think Connor Nelson's his name, he had a three-pointer uh, to win that game. So a really nice win uh, for Hinsdale Central against Oswego East. I mentioned I saw Oswego East on Friday. Um, against Joliet West. And Joliet West is a really good team. And that's a good, I know we don't really cover them in our area, but that's a really good story. They only mm-hmm. won five games last year, and now they think they're 15 and 2 or 16 and 2 um, with a first year head coach. Um, and, and they are a team to watch. You know, when we get to the playoffs and you start to kind of see teams maybe outside of the area, um, yeah. they're, they're maybe, uh, you know, a team to keep an eye on. Um, in the suburban life area, not so much what we saw this past weekend. But, um, but this week, uh, uh, Tuesday night, tomorrow night, um, I'm going to be at York to see Glenbard West. That should be a really good game. Two of the better teams in the West Suburban Silver. Uh, York has Nate Shockey, really good um, guard going I've to North Dakota. Three or four, uh, five, great player. He had 34 times. points yeah. the, the other night against Oak Park. Um, and then Glenbard West, uh, a team that, a uh, really young team. Braden Huff, he's a 6'9 sophomore. Um, Caden Pierce whose brother Justin is now at North Carolina. Um, he, he, I think he's a freshman or a sophomore. Um, they're really off to a great start, and, and I'm really, really looking forward to seeing that game on Tuesday night. And then Thursday, you're going to see St. Charles East at Bennett. That should yeah. be an interesting game as well. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. When you sent the schedule, I, I, was, I was like, yeah, it's yeah it's no, two, that, it's two that's a good one. Yeah, yeah it's, two, it's two good teams. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that sa- actually that same Thursday night, I'm going to be seeing Oswego. Um, against Nequa Valley. Oswego, I've talked to them before. Um, one of the best stories in the immediate area for me this year for Oswego is the play um, of Kobe Adams, um, oh, yeah. their, their senior guard. Um, he's a kid that uh, he played at West Aurora his first two years. He, they moved and he transferred as a junior, and he was a really good player for them last year, uh, but sort of like their third, fourth guy, you know, probably averaged seven points a game or so. Sure. Um, He's blown out, for lack of a better word, this year. I mean, he's averaging almost 22 points a game. Um, last Friday, he had 27 points, 21 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, and they came back from 10 points down. Oh. 
um, to beat Plainfield South. Um, so hats off to him. He's had a fantastic year. He's one of those kids that he was in the gym all the time. You know, in the fall, nobody's there in the gym. Sure. Worked on the shot, and, and he's really become a player to watch. So uh, hats off to them. And then Thursday, they're at Nequa Valley against uh, uh, John Pulakaitis is a really good player. Um, looking forward to seeing that that game the same night here at Bennett. Well, a lot of great a stuff lot of coming stuff. up on Thursday. Well, real quickly, we'll kind of fly through the girls' side this week as we're, as we're coming up here in 15 minutes. Uh, obviously, in the Kane side, though, certainly the one performance that we absolutely have to mention is Aaron Golden uh, against St. Charles East. Comes through with a huge bucket late, 19 points, 16 rebounds. She gets the game-winning basket and the rebound. Yeah. What, what more can you ask and from she, somebody She did that? just about everything. And, and uh, we've talked about before, um, Aaron Golden – um, just a really good player and a really good rebounder for a guard. I mean, she's you know she we we do that we do the stats every week and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, she's leading the King County area in rebounds, which for a point guard or a two guard you, you don't see very often. No. Um, but she certainly does that and and she really makes Batavia go um, a young team. Um, she recently scored her thousands career point um, and obviously she came through big against them against St. Charles East who. Hats off to them. They've had a tough year, but they really played Batavia tough and almost came away with a win. Yeah, no, I got to definitely give them credit. I mean, I, I think I read too, it might have been this Batavia game where um, it, where Coach Aubrey Schuett was talking about how that was kind of like the first game that they've executed, like their their game plan, like yeah. actually like coming yeah. in like yeah. in, in, in full capacity. So it's starting to feel like that it, it's coming together. Mm-hmm. It's coming together for them. Which is which is nice to see for her. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, um, you know, I, I talked to her last week, and, and she said that, that she's seen a lot of good things, but it's one of those things that, especially with a young team, mm-hmm. when they don't see results with wins and losses, sometimes you, worry about, sometimes you worry about, you know, how they're going to do as the season progresses. But um, she really likes the progress they've made, and she really th- sees some good things in the future. They, they have a really young team, so, uh, you know, we'll see what happens going forward. Um, I wanted to touch on this on the girls' side as well. Uh, Batavia, um, we have Martin Luther King weekend coming up. Um, a lot of basketball going on. And Batavia is starting um, a new shootout for girls' basketball on Martin Luther King weekend. Um, it's going to basically be the Duquesne Conference schools against the Mid-Suburban League. Um, oh, that'd be uh, good. Yeah, uh, it's going to be, let's see, I'm looking here. There's six games going on. Um, St. Charles North... Wheaton South, Lake Park, Geneva, and Batavia are all there for the Duquesne. And then Elk Grove, Hersey, who plays St. Charles North, that should be a really good game. Hersey's a good team. Then Conant, Sycamore, well, Sycamore's not from the Mid-Suburban League, but, but yeah, they invited them. They're playing Lake Park, which that should be a really good game. And then Buffalo Grove and Schaumburg, but that's uh, next Monday. Um, so that should be a really, I'm interested to see how that event Turns out for the first year. Yeah, I, I like the the lineup of teams there, certainly from our Duquesne poll. Um, like you mentioned, you got some solid uh, Mid Suburban League. Yeah, teams you don't in there see a well. conference gets... challenge like that too often. No. that's kind of a neat. I think it spices things twist. up a little bit yeah. too, especially. I mean, we're we're past the quote halfway point now. It's almost like the two thirds at that point. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of a, it's a, another one of those gut checks before you get towards the end of the regular season. Certainly postseason yeah. too. Yeah. Um, good good event. Um, yeah. There is a number of. Uh, events going on this week on both girls and boys basketball side. Um, Geneva, of course, they have their boys basketball shootout next Monday. Burlington Central has their tournament. Um, kind of the big girls basketball event that's been going on for, um, boy, it feels like it's been going on 30 years or so. It used to be called the McDonald's shootout. Then they called it the Subway Classic. 
now they call it the Coach Kipps Hoops Fest in honor of the former Maine West coach, Daryl Kipp. Um, it's at Willowbrook High School. It's Saturday and Monday. Um, Geneva used to go there, or they've always gone there, but this year they're going to Batavia instead. But uh, should be a lot of good teams Easy there. Try. Montini is there. Bennett's there. Uh, Glenbard West is there. York is there. Um, that should be a really good event Saturday and Monday. And then uh, Burlington Central girls, they play at the DeKalb Tournament, which... If I'm not mistaken, that's a Saturday, Monday. That's a bracketed thing. Yeah, yeah so, I think I saw uh, Eddie on Twitter. So, Eddie Creefield. So, uh, so, 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 but Burlington Central is there. And then, of course, I mentioned Burlington Central's boys basketball. They host their event. Sure. So, um, a lot of great events there. Real quickly, I'm going to just throw in for, for the Burlington Central girls. Even though a tough loss, 63-58 against McHenry. Kat Schmidt, 21 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists. Alana Wells. Another day at the office, twenty four points, five. Yeah, points. that is I kind know. of another day at the office. Yeah, that I, I had a feeling that game was kind of a toss up. Burlington or McHenry is a really good team, as well. So, uh, um, so Burlington Central gets the loss, but they'll be back in action this weekend. Well, and they had. I, I want to make sure. I think it was the same night, but they had the. It was a scholarship. Then I'm not super clear on exactly all this was, but uh, at least a prior night there was some sort of scholarship. And I'm not 100% sure what the deal is on Twitter. Maybe I'll, I'll have to dig into that a little bit. But it's a special event because I know it was all over their Twitters. Okay. Um, so kind of need maybe check yeah. out for whatever. But yeah. uh, a lot of great stuff happening. Real quickly, Josh, anything else before we wrap things up? We're going no. Uh, ready, ready for see some more basketball. Hopefully the weather holds off. I'm hearing there might be a little snow on Friday. I don't like to hear about that. But, uh, but hopefully the snow holds off. Um, we watch a lot of basketball and maybe a little bit less Netflix this weekend. We'll see what happens. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I still have to finish Game of Thrones. <laughs> All I'm saying is I just don't want snow when the time comes for baseball and softball. But we no, know we definitely is. don't want that. We know yeah. how that is living in the Midwest. Exactly. So, awesome, awesome. All right, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. Make sure you follow us on our social channels at jbartleson, at jwalgie96, and keep glued to Kane County Preps. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.